Today on Agency Unfiltered, we've got Darren Smith in the studio. Darren is the co-founder of Empol, a Cape Town-based marketing technology agency that helps provide strategy, inbound, and creative to help agencies grow. On today's episode, Darren talks capacity management, his tips and tricks for monitoring, managing, and optimizing his team's capacity. We discuss the tools his team uses, the processes the team has developed, and how he adjusts for when the team is either under capacity or over capacity. And one of Darren's biggest takeaways is how your agency's team can leverage marketplaces for when team capacity is available. You can have folks pick up work and projects through these platforms to continue bringing in business versus letting this availability go to waste. Interested in learning more? Let's dive in. Awesome. So, uh, Darren, tell us a little bit about how you guys um, keep an eye on the capacity of your team, uh, the workloads of your team, bandwidth of your team, um, any kind of tips, tricks you have to, to keeping an eye on that mm-hmm. stuff. So, we've always used um, project management systems. We've been through them all. We've sure. used uh, Trello, team, Teamwork, Basecamp, and so on. Um, and it was great for, for managing a, a, a project, mm-hmm. but uh, we could not see um, who was being allocated to the work on a dashboard level. So okay. each time a account manager or project manager could um, create a new project, uh, schedule it, but we wouldn't know if a John or a Peter or whoever had nine or 15 hours of work assigned to them a day. Mm. Um, and as the agency grew and grew, um, this was becoming a big problem. I can imagine. And, 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 and you know, we, I'd go and make a coffee and someone would say, oh, I'm so busy. But, you know, are you busy? Are you, what is your perception of busyness? <laughs> yeah, true, right. Um, so, so we started to look around for other tools. We actually found Accelo. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that's completely transformed our agency. Um, so over and above the project plans, um, it has a kind of a, a dashboard mm-hmm. um, that works in that kind of traffic light system. Okay. So um, if somebody is not too busy, they've got a green square on that day. Um, if they're orange, they're almost at capacity and red, there's too they're much. They're over, yeah, over, yeah, o- yeah. O- over capacity. And that has been absolutely phenomenal to help help the agency. I can now give clients kind of accurate um, start date, end date. So when I'm in the sales process, you could actually say, well, I can start this project on this particular date. If you don't sign now, um, you may lose that block of, sure, that block of right. time. Um, also, you know, a couple, couple months back, um, went in from a management point of view, looked at the dashboard and saw we have eight full-time writers mm. um, and four of them had 10 minutes work a day for the next two weeks. Oh, they okay. were completely yeah. green. Yeah. I thought, I'm paying these guys salaries, their uh, expenses of desks and all that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, right. They have um, to be generating rent. They have to be on a client's. Yeah. yeah. But once again, at, at, you know, grabbing a coffee, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. You know, like, right. So, so um, Excello helped us identify that, that we didn't have enough content work at that point. So our sales team could go out and quickly try sell more content work or, or do something to... to um, Get some work on their plates. To, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so um, I guess that's interesting. You saw a lot of green. So like, oh, here's the opportunity, especially because if we can sell those then they can begin right away. Is yeah. green the optimal like 
color you'd want to see or is like orange that middle ground like what would be the optimal look yeah absolutely orange is the orange yeah. is the is the optimal look like mm -hmm. you don't want you don't want people be to to, to be in the red um, right. uh, like for long term, maybe for like long there, term. there can be yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we agency owners, we yeah. do want them in the red, <laughs> yeah. the red a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> I can imagine as agency owner, you're what you're right in the green. I bet. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, mo you want most of your guys in 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 orange. Yeah. Um, the talking about the red, right? So obviously, if you see a lot of red. There's like two things. I would imagine that, okay, how long are they going to be forecasted to be in red? Uh, and if it's gonna be a long time, then that's probably gonna spark a hiring decision. So do you have any like rules of thumb or best practices or tips as to like how long you're comfortable with the team being in the red um, before saying like, oh no, it's, it's time to, to think about hiring? Yeah, um, so uh, great, great question because uh, that's exactly what it does drive is, is our hiring. Yeah. Um, so, so we've got a full-time traffic manager um, and all that person does is every single day they come in and they monitor that dashboard. And if they see um, one of the designers is in red and somebody else is in orange or green, they're able to simply drag and drop and move tasks so around. Like reallocate kind of, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, if a client, for example, misses a deadline, um, you've got to move work out and suddenly somebody may, may open up and you can, you can slot in work over there. So, um, yeah, in terms of hiring, um, uh, you know, like it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's very easy to spot. Um, sure. uh, and, and obviously, normally you have to, if you're going to hire somebody, it's, a, it's 30 days time at the minimum that they're going to be able to start. So that's when you have to use True. like uh, freelancers or some, you know, one of the platforms. Something for like a stopgap, right? Just like yeah. a fill in the, all right, let's wait until they're fully onboarded. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now on the other end, on the other side of the spectrum, what if you, maybe it's a new hire, maybe the, the workload of the team, like you just see some greens, mm -hmm. but obviously you want your team members to still maintain some productivity. So yeah. do you have any, like how else do you fill capacity versus mm -hmm. just um, like client-based work, if, if there's anything in particular? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. So a project ends and your resources free up. Um, clients say, oh, like uh, can only get to this uh, in the next two weeks. So the time allocated to them suddenly frees up. Mm -hmm. um, maybe, you know, sometimes you go to a conference and you find the absolutely most brilliant um, developer, and you just think, I need to get this person on my team. Right. Um, your sales team has said, we're gonna hit targets, and so you go and forward hire, and then the work doesn't come in. They don't yeah. hit their targets. So what do you do with that person? Yeah, so exactly, yeah. we have it all the time. We work uh, with a lot of agencies. We see this problem all the, all the time. Um, and so there's a couple of things, right? So, so um, one, uh, most, most simple thing, is get them onto your own marketing. That's right? great, yeah. So um, whether that is a marketer that can go and you know schedule things, set up paid media campaigns, that type of thing, um, or get into social media, whether it's a copywriter, they can write blog content, ebook content, all that type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, a designer that can go out, you know, create infographics, uh, yeah. uh, improve your website. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of stuff for them to do, and 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 you know. As, as an agency, often your marketing, although it's extremely important, um, often it goes at the bottom of the priority yeah. list. It's like the cobbler's shoes mentality, right? Like that's the thing you always neglect, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, I, you sound like you had more points, but I just want to double click into that one really quickly. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes you hear agencies say like, oh, best practice, treat yourself like a client, assign yourself an account manager and have that. Do you guys, so you would say versus dedicating a singular person, it's whoever has the available capacity to kind of contribute or chip in? 
Yeah, so, so I think there's still huge value in having a dedicated kind of account manager. And we, we also treat ourselves like a client. Sure. So we do have one of our team members is our account manager. Mm -hmm. But when there's capacity, like everybody can check All hands in. on deck, yeah. Um, it also gives a nice different perspective. So maybe sure. the person that's been dedicated to our account has been following a certain strategy. Somebody else comes in and they, get, they have new ideas sure. um, and, 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 and so on. So um, yeah, I, I, I definitely A little bit of A, a little bit of B, yeah, yeah. sounds like. That's great. Um, any other tips or how else would you allocate available capacity? Right, so, 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 so then the other thing that we do is, is we do proactive pitches. Mm -hmm. So um, if uh, we look at our client base, we look at who are the customers that I can potentially, we can potentially grow. Um, and, uh, and, and, and then we get the team in the room, whether it be a copywriter, maybe a strategy person, and they come up with new kind of inbound funnels, or mm -hmm. they look at what functionality in HubSpot is this customer not using. Sure. And we put together, they put, they, they put a lot of effort in, and they put a beautiful pitch together, um, go and present to the customer, and that often results in a project or additional retainer work. Yeah. Um, so, so we kind of, yeah, I'd say on a quarterly basis when we're busy planning and we look at those schedules, see who's, who's not too busy, we assign them um, uh, different clients to go and do proactive. So it's not their own clients, it's just whatever <laughs> client you feel would be the greatest opportunity. But it's really what, building the picture, like, okay, right, what can we uh, bring to the table as like a cross-sell, upsell opportunity for these guys? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, um, and, and once again, like, it's, it's great if it's a different person because it's different perspectives. Again, right, yeah, right? sure. It's almost like when you go to the doctor, the doctor tells you one thing and you go to another doctor for a second opinion. Yeah, sure, um, yeah. So, so, yeah, um, and, and, and then the other, the other thing, I mean, like it's not really pitching, um, but, but for example, I was speaking at, at, the, at the inbound conference mm -hmm. um, and I signed the, a couple of the copywriters come up with a creative concept for me. Um, hmm. And so, you know, that was, I mean, I suppose it's a, a, a bit of our own marketing, a bit of pitching, but um, kind of proactive uh, use, sure. of their, use of their time. How they do? I thought they did really well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but way better than nice, <laughs> what yeah, I would have yeah. done. Um, and then, and then the last thing that um, that we're big advocates of um, uh, is is putting your uh, additional resources onto a, a onto a marketplace. Sure. Um, so we've got our own marketplace called On the Bench, mm -hmm. um, but there's plenty Upwork, Fiverr, um, uh, and then there's there's specialist marketplaces like, for example, Endash does uh, copywriting. Um, so yeah. so put your um, if there's if there's capacity in the team put those resources onto a marketplace um, and you immediately start picking up work and they and you and the agency actually earns revenue from that. Yeah. Um, so you know you're still paying those salaries, so why not? Yeah. Um, uh, and, and and many of the platforms you can charge very similar hourly rates to what you would normally. What your retainer evens yeah. out to, yeah. Yeah. And as as HubSpot becomes more and more of a platform um, with so many different uh, integrations and tools and so on. Uh, you know, your your team can't possibly be an A player at absolutely everything. Sure. Um, I mean, like you guys do great at HubSpot <laughs> Academy, creating training on everything. But does can somebody actually consume? Every every little bit of training in case their client might want to do a chatbot right, or might yeah. want to do that or might want to do that. So so um, you know 
we, we advocate for agencies um, to become A players in particular functionality, sure. particular tools. Maybe they become brilliant at Pandadoc or Terminus or Vidyard or you know one of those integrations. Or maybe you know talking about internal HubSpot functionality, um, you know the new sales enterprise or marketing enterprise. Sure. Like yep. like does everybody know how to set up those security settings, those teams? Mm -hmm. um, you know there's a lot of complicated stuff. So so. Um, become A players at something, and then when you've got uh, capacity in that, register it, and other agencies that don't know how to do that particular thing, can or even it. direct clients, um, can, can, can then pick it up. Hmm. Um, actually, come to think of it, there's another, another thing that I recommend is, is getting into the HubSpot community forums. Oh, sure, yeah. And so um, a lot of guys um, go and, and help um, people that get stuck uh, post a question, how do I do this? Yeah. Um, and actually, when you speak to those guys, they, they pick up a huge amount of um, projects and big retainers after they've helped somebody. So somebody may go, you know, how, how do I set up... Uh, uh, you know, uh, even just like a workflow or a anything, workflow. right? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How to the chatbot builder or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and somebody somebody responds, and then uh, and then you know they can see who it is. They go and look for them on, on online, and they go, actually, that you were you were a huge help. Yeah. Um, can can you maybe do a full website, or I'd sure. like to get you onto retainer? Um, and it's the same thing with um, with these marketplaces. You know, mm -hmm. you could you may do a, a small project, um, but it's almost a way that that customers can can trial right. um, uh, you as an agency. Yeah, if you delivered a remarkable job, you know, maybe that just opens the door for a larger engagement. Yeah, right? yeah. And I, I'm like, and the other thing is, 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 you know, I'm a huge fan of freelancers, and we use them. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes on a lot of the platforms, um, you got to wonder: Are they a freelancer because nobody wants to employ them, <laughs> sure. um, or are they have they made made a lifestyle choice? Yeah. Now, when you start working with platforms that uh, are linked to agencies, you know that the people that um, that are going to help you have passed an interview, have been employed. They. A grade agency True, employees. Yeah. yeah, they were desirable to at least one organization, which is a, a layer of qualification that not all of them. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Right. Now, for putting your team on like a marketplace, right? You mentioned a few, but um, does that filter into your uh, traffic dashboard for capacity and things like that? Like that filters in, and, and you monitor that stuff as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah, in 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 Excello, um, we even have you can link your Google Calendar. Yeah. Um, so if you've got to go and take your kids to soccer practice and, uh, and you've blo blocked out an hour um, or whatever, you've blocked out time in your diary, it syncs into, your, into, your, into that dashboard, oh, into great. the scheduling dashboard, so that when the project managers and traffic managers actually assign work, they can see actually you know, this person is, is too busy. I think one of the key things though mm. is, is uh, you need to, w when scheduling, you need to think of value-based pricing. Sure. Right. So, so you may have sold, um, you know, six hours of time, but through maybe you've worked out a very good process, or you've got a template, and you can actually do the work in twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. um, you need to make sure that when the project managers are scheduling that in, that they the, that they schedule only for twenty minutes, because otherwise somebody could look like they're very busy. Yeah. But actually, they're, yeah, right. They're, and they're just firing off. Yeah. 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 Got it. Um, Another question I had for you too, um, you keep talking about the traffic manager. They come in and they monitor and they can reallocate projects. 
what number higher were they? Or like, where did you get to like a, a maturity level to be able to, to support that sort of like, it feels like an infrastructure role, mm -hmm. um, especially if they're not on like client work. So like, where did you find uh, timing wise, it was, a, it was time to invest there? I wish I had done it earlier. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so um, I didn't come from the agency world. Um, I came from the corporates, corporates, I worked for Verizon. <laughs> um, and I thought that a project manager and a traffic manager were the same thing. So when we started to um, uh, need that, which was probably around 20 employees or so, um, uh, when, the, when the kind of team leads and so on were having a little bit of difficulty working out who's busy, who's not busy, sure, yeah. um, we also, uh, we initially had pods and, and in those pods had a copywriter, designer um, and so on. But, that model didn't really work for us too well because sometimes the pod didn't have too much writing work or too much design work. So sure. we then created our kind of shared resource team mm. um, of creators with all the writers and uh, all the designers, all the developers and so on. Um, and it was, it was quite uh, um, a difficult then for uh, a project manager or account manager to know is this person busy? Are they not busy? Sure. Um, so, so initially we went out and hired a project manager and that project manager built project plans <laughs> um, and they assigned work to people. But what they didn't do is, is um, actually monitor that person's schedule, uh, kind right. of um, check in daily. Um, See how availability evolved over time. Yeah, ab yeah absolutely. And, and also coming from the corporate world, you know, it was always your manager or, or, or your team lead that kind of managed how busy you were, what you're doing, what projects you're working on. But when it comes to creatives, creative director doesn't do that. That's not, that, yeah. they, they would hate to have to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a head of content doesn't do that. They, they're an editor, they've got passion about content. So I learned the hard way <laughs> that a traffic manager is the person that does that. And, um, and they kind of, they're this awesome, um, kind of mix of a project manager and team lead and mm. and, and and so on um, and the other thing that I found is is they've got this ability to work on way more work than a traditional um, uh, project manager they're sure. used to that high pressure environment of an agency that fast-paced environment mm. um, so when you know when I arrive at the office um, even if I arrive early, you know, 6 a.m., the traffic manager's sitting there already. Jeez, yeah. Um, and she, our traffic manager, is the last person to leave. Wow, okay. Um, so at the moment, we um, kind of just under 50 people, mm -hmm. um, and there's only one traffic manager. And I'm, when, I, when I return, um, it's, the it's the next time. Oh, really? Next okay. time. I'm feeling that she's burning out a little bit. So, <laughs> yeah. so I need to. Sounds like long days. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Darren, last question I have for you. Um, and I ask this to everybody, you never really know how it goes. Um, but what would you say is just the weirdest or strangest part uh, of agency life? Hmm. Good question. I've, I've uh, always kind of had this goal of having a self managed. Um, agency yeah um, and I've kind of treated it um, a lot like like um, a tech startup because those mm. are like when you read things they're the people that get put on like kind of the stage and they're yeah they're, right you know, tech featured on TechCrunch and yeah right yeah yeah and and um, you know for, for, for me I really thought that I could get the agency to a point where it is completely um, kind of there's managers and everything running running that, mm -hmm. but 
Um, what, I'm, what I've discovered, which I don't know if it's that weird, um, is, 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 um, is the, the owner, the founders. Mm. Um, to have a successful agency, you have to be entirely bought in. You need to be in the trenches every single day. Sure, yeah. Um, so I also learned the hard way. I thought, okay, I'm going to build out this team and I'm going to... Take a know, step just, back, maybe. Yeah, yeah right. paint the vision, give them high-level goals and let, the, let, the, let them be. And I didn't get the growth that, 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 that we wanted. So mm. I think, um, you know, because an agency um, is such an emotional um, type business um, that... that the, the passion that lies in in a founder is so mm. important. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. For me, um, that's that that that's what I'm doing yeah. at the moment. I've I've gone back in the trenches over the last few months, and uh, we definitely got the growth growth back. It's exciting. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, Darren, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, cool. Always great to talk to you, and uh, we'll catch you again next time. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. That wraps up another episode of Agency Unfiltered. If you like what you watched, make sure to subscribe to our Agency Unfiltered newsletter, which will remind you when the next episode drops, as well as send you a ton of other helpful, strategically curated agency content. You could also subscribe to our channel on YouTube or podcast on SoundCloud. And if you want to keep the conversation going, tweet me at Kevin underscore Dunn. Remember, keep it unfiltered, stay weird. I'm Kevin Dunn, and I'll see you next time.